What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Movie Binge Podcast. My name is Adam Schubert. And as always, I'm joined by Lennon Burton. And how are you doing this week? Glad to be back, brother. Glad to be back. Excited to be talking movies and TV with my best friend. So super excited for this from my with my brother. Also, shout out to all the people here from DreamCon. I told y'all at the convention we have a movie and podcast. This is my partner and who does it with me. Uh, he, uh, if you're in the Bama region or somewhere close to there, when we come through for our tour in 2024, you'll be able to hear us do a movie po- uh, movie podcast panel. So be on the excited for that, but excited also for those new that uh, don't know our stance on things. We support the WGA. We support the uh, actors in the writer's strike. We are just podcasters. We are journalists. We have to uh, continue to make content around it. Uh, Hollywood Reporter, Deadline, all these people are still making content. I know some some of the people have been saying, oh, well, you're not as big as them. Well, wait, what does, what does that mean? Just because we're not as big doesn't mean that we're not journalists and this is still our job. So we stand in full support of them. We have their links in our description, but we have to talk about movies and TV still nonetheless. And uh, yeah, so I like I just want to make that known to those who are just joining us. But if you're from DreamCon, welcome. We talk movies, TV, and not just TV shows. We talk reality TV because we got a lot to get into. We talk cooking shows, all, all the whole nine yards. We love movies and TV. Excited to be here. But yes, Shubes, man, talking They Call Clone Tyrone this week. A little Bachelorette. A little a little bear action. Finally finished. Uh, more more right. excited to talk Bachelorette and They Clone Tyrone, TBH, if I'm being honest, because I should rewatch the finale. But I watched everything. It was all in one night. So I can chat with you. But I'm, ooh, Bachelorette, I watched last night. <laughs> Brayden. That's all I got to say is fucking Brayden. I know, right? Brayden is absolutely wild. You know, the charity season has actually been pretty good. It's it it has it, it has been good. It's been entertaining. Yeah, and so I mean that's it's been a pretty good season. You know, hometowns was this week. That was and it was an uneventful oh, hometown. Don't say anything because that's the only one I didn't see. That's the only one I didn't see. It was hometowns. Well, it's pretty uneventful on account that everyone's pretty pretty much normal. They get uh. down to the four. Mm, yeah okay. so, um you know not not a crazy amount of drama but you know it's you can been, say uh, who the four is i don't care about that silent. uh it's aaron b i thought the so okay. guy who says he's from new orleans uh that's the aaron uh, from Xavier. That, that got the first date right yeah i don't fucking like that guy yeah Z- him xavier xavier the knitter yeah um, i like him D- doton oh yeah uh, they, the, the african yeah. guy yeah and uh, joey and Joey, yeah, okay. I thought it was those four. And, okay. and Doton and Joey were both Pikes. Oh, nice. They're our fraternity brothers. Nice. Yeah, so. Okay. And and I think honestly, I think those two are gonna are the favorites. I I'm pretty sure Doton's gonna win. Okay. And I wouldn't be surprised. Well, let's talk about this at Joey the end. We'll talk about it. We'll, end. We'll, we'll talk more about it at the end. All right. Yeah. But other than that. You've been watching anything? Um, everything that we've been talking about, I've been watching. You know, Love Island just finished up in the UK. I think it's going to wrap up in America here in the next couple of days. Big Brother just started today. Okay. Um, so that's all the reality that's going on. Other than that, um, I, I watched the first Futurama. I didn't like um, it. Didn't like it, being honest. And they did exactly what really we like talked about. Either. They did exactly what we talked about bringing up COVID, like, oh my gosh, bro. Like, 
I get you. And have it was to pretty much it. like a commentary on the writer strike, but I was like, yeah. is this a commentary on the writer strike? Or is this or are you like making fun of the writer yeah, strike? Yeah, like tell. that and the Hulu shit. Like they did basically the same. Oh, we were canceled. Now we're back, Joe, with Fulu or whatever. Um, and yeah, I just they, they did they did the the Animaniacs did the same joke, but the Animaniacs did, did it, it better. much better. So it's like, let me ask you: Is did Matt Groening lose his touch? Because I'm gonna clip this and put this on YouTube. Has Matt Groening lost his touch? Because look at it. The Simpsons is not good anymore. Um, and uh, that's Simpsons fans tell me that. Um, Disenchantment yeah. was ass, which we know, which we had high hopes for, but it just didn't land. And now this. Let me see. I think there's something else he put out on yeah. Netflix that wasn't good. I haven't, I haven't watched The Simpsons in years because like it just got old. Yeah. Um, I think I think Futurama. They had the opportunity. I feel like they should have just kind of carried it over as as is, make it not made it made it kind of like a, just a one off. I don't I haven't seen the second one, so I don't know. But I mean, like just the way that they kind of like tried to piece together like why it took so long and blah blah. blah. I'm just like, we don't care, dude. Just like yeah, just tell the fucking just continue what you were doing. Like don't make don't put this in this where you have to explain everything that you missed because you're a future show and we have to catch up like I the COVID stuff, the, the writers for all of this, you should have just continued what you were doing. But because his shows are such a commentary on what's going on, it's been very lackluster from disenchantment onward. Like I think Matt Groening has lost his touch and I just think it, it's over for him. Like Seth MacFarlane's still going and Matt Groening had a long run. Like Matt Groening's run is incredible. What he did with The Simpsons, what he did with Futurama. To me, Futurama is still a top three adult animated show of all time. But like, it's sort of predictable, and like, there's no evolution. Like the yeah. thing about, uh, let's say, like, let's put Seth MacFarlane into it. Is like maybe Family Guy is a little bit lackluster. You know, it at is this point yeah. lackluster, but he's in his career. He's done other things that. Have not have been, it, yeah, been pressure mm-hmm. like you know the Orville. Yeah, the Orville was you love Orville. Great. Yep, it was. So mm. I mean, you know, you could do other things. Like uh, and, Seth MacFarlane has more shit. I'm trying to. I was trying to pull up his IMDb fast, but you're absolutely right. Well, I mean, he the did Orville, the Ted movies. That's what I was about to say. Ted movies, a million day ways to die in the West. Like he's done things to keep himself fresh. And whether or not you think a million uh ways to live in a million dies to. Oh, a million ways to die in the West is good or not. Like you said, the Orville was a success. American Dad to me is still a success. American Dad has not felt um where the Simpsons and Futurama feel stale. American Dad has not. Family Guy, sure, but American Dad is still kicking and it's great. Like maybe Seth MacFarlane will hit that wall at some point, but he's diversified enough to where he can still be fresh. Whereas Matt Groening stuck with Simpsons, Futurama, and Disenchantment was his first show in forever, and it was not good. Like, the first season was good. Everything else was not. And you didn't even really like the first season. No, I did not. Exactly. It's just hard, man. Like, I really wanted it to be good, and, like, after watching the first one, I just can't get around to We love Futurama. We love it. Futurama, to me, like I said, top three adult animated cartoon of all time, but, like, we can be honest when someone has lost their fastball, and I think Matt Groening has lost his fat fastball. Yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's that. 
And um, I think well, I think they've got a two season. They got two contract. Oh God, I think so. Well, it, unless unless that was just like them making a joke. Oh, I, in the I, show? I thought that, that yeah, because I thought in there when they were talking to Fulu or whatever, and they said they you know we'll do two seasons. Oh yeah, then I thought they're that doing, was like a commentary on like yeah, what they're doing. Then they're doing two seasons for sure. I thought you were talking about like it was announced or something. Then yeah, I truly believe it's two seasons then for sure. Oh my gosh. Uh, and I and I hate saying this, and I'm sure. Look, even though we're saying he lost his fastball, some people will uh, probably love it. I, that and what I'm gonna say, I'm sure there'll be episodes in there that we love. Yeah, like I'm sure yeah, there're gonna be some good possible. episodes, but it, uh, in I totality, also think, like, overall, miss. I, I also think going week to week was a bad move. Should have dropped it all at once. One hundred percent. Yeah, should have dropped it all at once. 100%. Because, like, right. at this point, I'm not going to watch them week after week. I'm just going to wait. Yeah, same. No, I'm with you. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. It It's like, you know, you see Futurama is going week to, week to week, and then you see the bear who drops them all at once, and I wish they would have flopped. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, the bear's it, a perfect you know, show we'll to, to, be, to be week to week. Like, the bear, you can build anticipation. Well, it's premier TV, and if we could have had week a week mm-hmm. to digest each episode, it, I think it would have been, been better. better yeah i agree yeah. i agree with you 100%. even though i don't think it was bad i'm just saying oh, no. like, it would have been better as a discourse yep. to have the bear be the topic every week yep i agree also also i do i will say i think season one might have been a little bit better than season two yeah you're not the first person to say that but i do i don't think that there was a drop no i don't think there was a drop either I mean, because I mean, it was just it was the season was different and it was good in its own way. It you know, it carried on. We'll talk about it, we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about for it. sure. I'm, I'm, I'm getting too far into it, but no, I mean, other than that, good. um, I haven't been watching too much, I've been pretty busy. Uh, so but I've caught up with all the main stuff that we're talking about, and that's good. Um, trying to get the Netflix situation fi- sorted. Yeah, because mine is mine logged me out yeah. as well. <laughs> the hack is no longer yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm working on getting that sorted out, and uh, and yeah, nothing. I'm trying to think of something else. Well, I mean, I've been watching some like old Love Island and some old Frasier. Um, but that's about it. But um. But yeah, uh, for this episode, I mean, we have just not that much to talk. We have a lot to talk about, but not that much to talk about in the middle. So we might as well. Yeah, let's go jump ahead right in. Jump in and get it out of the way. So um, in Star Wars news, there's a couple of rumors out there. Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss are rumored to both be in Star Wars Acolyte, which would be pretty wild. I would love to see Keanu yeah. <laughs> do some kind of, if we get Keanu the lightsaber, it'd be wild. That'd be awesome. Um, and it's very possible in the era that we're in with Acolyte. It could be, he could be, he'd be a Sith. Part of, yeah. He'd be a Sith, he'd be a Jedi, it could be either way. Mm-hmm. I'm more likely to probably see him doing the Jedi thing because of his hair. Yeah, no, for sure. I would probably prefer be like to be a, a, a Qui Gon Jinn looking Jedi. Yeah, P. Uh, look, he could be like uh, one of the like um, precursors to um, what's his name? What's the hippie Jedi's name? Long oh. hair. Uh, he was in the Clone Wars. Made it all the way to the end. He was gray Jedi ish. He's a hippie. Long hair. I think he's a human. Darker like skin. Boss. Yeah, is Quinlan Voss an alien? He's an alien. He could be like a Quinlan Voss race type person type situation. It, possible. I, I mean, whatever he is, we're not going to get a lot of it. 
So yeah, it's gonna be true, quick, true, quick, true, true. quick and short. True. He might even just be someone who sits on the council. I, I look. All I'm gonna say is, don't make him an alien or just a normal human, like a normal a scavenger or, or fucking gunman, a smuggler. Yeah, yeah, fuck all that. No, oh if you're bringing both of them but, in, they need to be Sith and Jedi. And speaking of smugglers, Donald Glover and his brother Steven are working on Lando for Disney Plus. Nice, good for them. Good for them. <laughs> I'm excited for that. I trust those two, even though Donald Glover's beefing with Drake right now. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know where I stand, Team Drake, but I'm Team Donald as well. <laughs> you know, but yeah, you know, you know, Drake was saying some wild things. Yeah, he was going crazy. <laughs> Talking but, like Charles Campino can't rap. But, yeah, no, no, yeah. Anyway, one hundred percent, one hundred. No, you know, Bino stands over here. We saw him live. Dude's incredible. Yeah, but Land Lando series, I think, would work at Disney Plus. I think. um you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be weird to have um you know that timeline within the mix of what we're doing with the Filoni, you know, lead into the, the movie and, and like the Mandoverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it would definitely be out there, but it's it's a pretty cool thought process. I believe that they could probably get Alden to come back and do it. Um, give her like an appearance. I think you could definitely, you know, get the Chewbacca actor to come back and do an appearance. Um, but it would be Lando stories would be interesting stories to tell, and I think having Donald Glover and Stephen Glover be the ones that are working on it and writing it. It could be a different tone, yeah. I mean, Rando. It'll be something completely different from that we've seen in Star Wars if they let him. It could be weird, like you know, imagine. Yeah, imagine because like Lando's stories don't really con- conflict with anyone else's mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. They do, but they don't. So Not like really. you, know, you could really like have Lando like you could have an episode where Lando's like spacing out on like you know space rooms like Cowboy BBA. Yeah, we're like, thinking the same thing. You space could, room. You could literally make him like Spike Spiegel. You could do pretty much anything, man. It could be it could be freaking awesome. Yeah, man, that Lando series could be weird, but that's okay. Like, the weirder it is, the better. Yeah, so I'm waiting to hear more on that, of course, with why you're striking on now, where that's mm-hmm. going to stand for a while. Yeah. Um. So, you know, we've seen a lot of people turn down or be rumored to be in with Fantastic Four, and now the latest one is Matt Smith reported to be oh, offered yeah. to read Richard's role. Since we missed think, the week, I Driver, think, Driver, Driver turned it down. Yeah, they, hell yeah. yeah, they're getting desperate. Look. We're going to talk about a trailer that was released, but Marvel's in its lowest point. Look, DC, Flash might have been a bomb, but people understand that once the Superman reboot happens, we're in a new world. James Gunn has something new. All these movies that are flopping for DC right now don't matter. The real one matters when we get to Superman. If Superman flops, they're in big trouble. But the thing is, Marvel right now is flopping. No one cares. I'm going to ask you about Secret Wars. No one cares about that shit. And no one cares about that. Loki 2 was the highest rated thing because mm. that was that was a success. People care about Loki, but no one cares about the Marvels. Yeah. No one cares about what's going on with Nick Fury. And Fantastic Four, people will care about, but these actors are realizing, is it worth my time with, with not being able to be artistically free and like, with some of this shit flopping and being trapped in for 10 projects. Whoever does Mr. Fantastic 
is getting a Robert Downey Jr. style contract. They are locked in for 10 years minimum. Mr. Fantastic is going to be so important going forward. It It's like you're marrying someone. You're making a commitment, a 10-year-plus commitment. But the sad thing about this getting offered is I think Matt Smith's going to turn down. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> Matt Smith uh, learned everything he needed about superhero movies from Morbius. Dude does not want to be Mr. Fantastic. I'm sorry. No, I don't think he wants to do it. I think, like, he's kind of found his niche doing, like, periods. Yeah. Um. So, like, I, I don't think... They should think just give it you... to our guy. I... They should just give it to Glenn. Glenn would do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> I think he would. I think he would be good at it. <laughs> I do, too. Um, but... But yeah, I mean, this fantastic movie, fantastic four movies is just a bigger bust as as we go until we figure out what they're doing with it. Marvel's, like you said, floundering. Uh, Loki, you know, we'll talk about the trailer in a minute. Uh, I, I liked it. I think Loki's okay. fine. I think, I think I think Loki's fine. Um, but Loki is also something that doesn't have too many high stakes in terms of the MCU in total. It has Kang, but I mean, like Kang's also in other stuff. So yeah. I mean, like, there was nothing in, from what I've seen, I haven't even finished Quantumania. Um, but like, oh, I did. From I, what I've seen Quantum, I finished it Quantumania, on the plane. there's not much that has to do with Loki, I don't think. Mm, the TVA does have a place in it, uh, in Quantumanium, and I do think that Kang will have a big portion of season two. I do. But I don't think it will be main main series Kang. I think it's going to be auxiliary kings yeah so i i, I don't know and you, if you want to ask me about secret invasion i'll tell you right now, now there's a reason that i had that low rating for the finale it was weak oh tell and me about the show seemed... tell me everything spoil it right now as fast as you can like or as much as you uh, want like i don't give a fuck i'm not watching that is it worth me watching I, no <laughs> i think i think they ruined the idea of scrolls taking over the planet yeah and i heard i heard people were really upset that roadie didn't see Tony die, like, because they retconned that. I heard they, they retconned some other shit, like, ooh. Well, I don't, I didn't hate that necessarily, because, like, that's the point. Yeah, the true. Scrolls took, true, true. took their body and, and, and put them in the pods or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's just part of it. I mean, like, you know, you that's just people's headcans. Like, oh, I can't believe they, he didn't see Tony Stark die or whatever. It's like, well, that makes it even more heartbreaking. That mm-hmm. scrolls like you know took overtook him or whatever, but like the scroll roadie was just like so fake that like it was just like mm. how people didn't notice this immediately is oblivion like I couldn't understand. Um, the best person in it was Olivia Coleman. Um, yeah, okay. I think Olivia Coleman. I think Olivia Coleman's character it makes that interesting later because she's basically going to be the person who's going to coordinate the scroll rebellion. And it's not necessarily rebellion. It's like, it's at the same time, you're still rooting for the scrolls. Cause like what ended up happening is like the president is like, Oh yeah, there's scrolls out here. We got to kill them all. And so like, there's people going out in the world. And like, if they think someone's a scroll, they just kill them. Oh, uh, okay. So like there's you. people that are shooting like high profile people because they think they might be scrolls, but they, they may or may not be. Okay. So like, it's causing like chaos because no one knows who's what. And then like there's there's super scroll serum out there. We don't know how many people are super scrolls, but we know Olivia or Amelia Clark's character is, and she's good. And like their super scroll powers are just so like doesn't make sense really. Like they don't have this. They all they pretty much have old powers. Oh okay. Pretty much have 
a uh, bit of everyone's powers. It's not like how the Super Scroll has the Fantastic Four's powers. I saw I saw Amelia Clark have like um what's his name like um Drax's arm like yeah you got Drax's arm Groot's arm was in uh, she used Mantis's sleep mm-hmm. power so it seems that was like the only they have distinct power that was used was it seems Mantis's like they have power. all the Guardians' powers essentially yes and I think because like we I don't know how Guardians three ended but I assume like since they're trying to piece the Guardians out, like maybe that's a way that they'll um, bring the Guardians in, but they'll be a, scrolls. There's a new Guardians team, the way it ends. There's a new team. No one dies, too. I'll okay. say that as well. No one dies. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, let me ask you, did so, they have firepower? Did they have the human torch? Like, I know we don't have the human torch, but did they were they able to shoot fire? Then a- Captain Marvel's power. Oh, they gave them Captain Marvel's energy beams and called it fire. Gotcha, mm. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And Groot was the stretching. Okay. And uh Drax yeah. is the strength. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Any human yeah. and then any human powers? Power. Any like Spider-Man stuff? I or are they couldn't replicate any? I didn't see any of that. Gotcha. I think like I think they only chose the Guardians because they were probably easy to write in. Gotcha. gotcha like gotcha. they didn't have to worry about they didn't want people thinking that maybe but they probably didn't want anyone thinking of Spider-Man's a scroll or anything like that, or that, that, that he could possibly be a scroll. So they wouldn't do those powers. Gotcha, so, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I don't know, man. It, it's hard to understand, but like, I wish that it's a series that was only six episodes, but it probably would have benefited from being longer and having. I think more this time. one needed to be ten <laughs> to explain everything, or just to move it along a little slower. It just gotcha. seemed like everything was fast pace fast pace fast pace no explanation also do you think it was like, an issue no that there was no hero like, that it was just nick fury following him around i feel like that kind of hurt it and i haven't even seen it but that's just what i feel from what everybody's saying because it feels like he couldn't it fight. feels like, like he's either cold. they yeah i mean it feels like either you would have wanted to do like a nick fury with like someone who's more supportive of a fighter mm-hmm. doesn't have to be anyone too serious yeah, they could have did Hawkeye. Um, like, like I feel like, like that could have worked. Yeah, I was going to say like it could it could have been Kate Bishop. Mm. Yeah, like it could have been like Black Widow. You know, even though you don't want Florence, even Black though Florence Pugh's not doing it, but you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, could have introduced a new like shield. Could have um, introduced a new shield fighter, like someone like you know someone from Shield who or Chloe Chloe Bennett's character from Shield. Quake. That's who I was thinking. Honestly, yeah. honestly, yeah. Quake. So you know. It missed out on those opportunities. That's where I think it would have done better as a series. But like, if not a series like that, it should have been a movie. Ah, real. So this is the time they should have did a movie. Okay, good to know. Y'all let us know so that you would have had the budget to, to, to get the stuff. actors to to make it Avengers centric. Yeah, because like now it's hard to think about this series tying into that. And see, my thing is now I don't feel like the scrolls are real villains for the main series. Like it's Kang. Like. I know they I know they set up two branches of the scrolls and Kang, but this to me feels like okay, the scrolls are done. Now we move on to Kang. Well, it doesn't even feel like they're villains. It feels like they're people who are, are like trapped refugees. The idea, yeah, it seems like they're. It's just like a play on you know another race of people on Earth that are being persecuted. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. So I yeah. So at the, so like you're not you don't want the scrolls to Is lose. Gravic you want dead? them to find a new planet. Yeah. Okay, so they killed the Super Scroll. So, like, and Amelia Clark is, I'm guessing, a diplomat, and she doesn't find uh, Earth evil. 
per se. She doesn't find Earth evil, but she's not a diplomat. I mean, oh, okay. she's gotcha. Just you know, hiding as much as everyone else is. But basically, there's just no working with evil, theory. There's no evil front of the scrolls anymore. Essentially, I mean, you could argue that Amelia Coleman's group is going to be evil, mm-hmm. but like at the end of the day, like they're just trying to survive. Survive, yeah. And so exactly, find a they're, home they're not Earth. about to be villains. Essentially, uh, essentially, so it's Kang. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this ruined everything! Like, yeah. bro, what the hell? <laughs> and you would think, and you would think that the Marvels movie would have something to do about it too, because it doesn't. was the main part of Captain Marvel, but it doesn't. So it's, it's going like, back to the Crees. <laughs> like, I just feel like they're which, doing which too the much. Which the Cree are mentioned. The Cree, the Cree are like up. The the Cree Nick Fury tells Amelia Clark like that the Cree are willing to accept the scrolls to to come mm. back. Like they're willing to like make a. A pact, but you think that's not true? You think they're gonna try to kill him? I'm, maybe we'll know in the Marvels. I'm I don't uh, know. okay, gotcha, gotcha. Word. Well, y'all let us but know in the comments in, in what terms you of thought these, about Secret Invasion. Yeah, but in terms of these two trailers, Loki and Marvels, Marvels seems like it's gonna be it, they released it, it at three it in the morning, man. That tells me they have no faith in this. Like, I'm I feel bad because. The black actress and they clone Tyrone is great. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. Monica uh, we're gonna talk about her. She's great. Uh, Mi- uh I watched Miss Marvel because Curse watched it. Miss Marvel, she's not bad. It was a teen show. It was it was a good show. It wasn't bad. It was a pretty good show. Yeah, like it was a good but... teen show. It wasn't now nah, people who are expecting typical Marvel. It's not that, but it's not a bad show by any stretch of the means. No, and, and you know that's more. It's just explaining how mutants are supposed to mm-hmm. mix into this but um yeah i, I don't know I, the marvels one there's a reason that it's not getting any imax time like, yeah Dune is, Dune. Like, that tells you, know, you this why is not with Dune. that tells you why you know that this is a flop they're just putting this shit out like they they know they know yeah uh, but Loki, I think, looks really good. You know, yeah, it it's going to be a lot more of a time travel show, which I like. Yep. We're jump, we're jumping mm. around, in the and time. it tells me that Jonathan Majors isn't cut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, for sure. And, for and sure. look, let me say this: yeah. Have you seen? I didn't know this. Uh, TikTok is is broke the scoop on Morgan Margaret, uh, Martin Freeman, uh, the guy in uh, Black Panther. Dude is a racist, homophobic, sexist. He said some wild shit, and he said this before he got the role in Marvel, and people knew this. So, like, yeah, no, they're not getting. And they wow. kept, and they kept, uh, anti-vaxxers, Black Panther, and uh, the Wasp. They ain't getting rid of Jonathan, especially since Jonathan wasn't charged or nothing. Hell no, Marvel not doing that. Yeah. Also, Martin Freeman was a scroll, but you probably already know that. Oh, Martin Freeman's a scroll. Damn, didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> well- it's okay. Well, I, I mean, care. he and Rhodey got saved at the end, but oh, okay, okay, gotcha. gotcha. But they were scrolls. Gotcha. Um, Gen V. So let's talk about a different superhero. Oh, the which I'm hyped for. That shit looks wild. 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 Who is the heroes of this show? Does the show have any heroes? Doubt it. The Bloodbender. I don't think so. The Bloodbender's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it, it that trailer made my skin crawl. I, I am like, so Whoa. ready. Like, I'm ready to like, get back into their. This universe. seems more intense than the boys. Than the boys, yes, it's gonna be more superhero fighting because it's gonna be heroes versus heroes. Whereas the boys is us dealing with the 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 crux of the boys is how do we make these non superpowered people 
work against the strongest superpowers, where this is, oh, the, all of these people are trying to join that strong superpower group, so it's Darwinism of them clashing, which is great. We're going to see superhero yeah. sex. We're going to see superhero, uh, more superhero sex than we've ever seen. We're going to see fighting. It's going to be crazy. More drug use. Yeah, bro, that bloodbender looks insane, bro. Like, she looks stronger than the woman who explodes heads. Yeah, Gen V, I think, is going to be, like... A hit. A uh, major... It's going to be a hit. It's going to change the game. Also, sure, it says it ties into... It ties into season three and the upcoming season four. So you have that makes to... makes sense. They say you need... You don't have to, but they say you, you should, if you're a boys fan, watch Gen V to get ready for season four. Yeah, I mean, it's going to reference, you know, obviously... Lamplighter, uh, uh, Soldier Boy. Lamplighter, Soldier Boy. The lady who like runs the superhero team she's in mm-hmm. it a train's in it the the, the senators in it, it who blows up heads she's in it uh, yeah i think homelander makes an appearance i, I wouldn't, wouldn't be, be surprised, surprised if huey doesn't make if huey makes an appearance as well mm. just working um, with the senator or depending they when talk they, about yeah. him. or they talk exactly or they talk about him yeah. yeah i'm with you i don't think butcher or any of the boys besides huey make an appearance though Speaking of Amazon, what do you think about the what we've seen in front of Invincible? I'm, I like it. I'm like you ready. It. Yeah, I'm super ready. Um, and are, th- are, aren't we getting something about the what's the other character? Who? Oh, Adam, Adam, Eve, Adam, Eve, Adam, Eve, so Adam, Eve. Adam, Eve. Yeah, isn't there like another it's a prequel. like a mini movie? Or yeah, 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 it's out now on Amazon. I thought about watching it the other night, but I was too tired. Oh, it is. Yeah, oh, it's okay. A, it's, well, I'll watch that scene. It's about her. We'll, we'll watch it for next week. It's about her leading up to becoming the Adam Eve we know now. Interesting. Yeah, so that, yeah. that'd be really cool. I think Invincible is going to be hit, pick up right where it left off. Great. It's going to be great. When does it drop? Top tier. It drops soon, huh? It's uh, fall, November 3rd. November 3rd. So we will be reviewing yeah. that. Uh, Boys Gen V drops. Let's see. Um. Oh, when's the going to be around the same time. I thought it was October. I wish oh, they would September wouldn't. 29th. Excuse me. Good. Yeah, that, it's going to, I think we're going to do that and then we're going to do Invincible, which is smart. Yep. Yeah, we're doing back to back. And then I honestly, if you want to know something, I think season four of The Boys is going to drop right after Invincible to start the year. Probably January. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, um, I didn't realize we're back in our sports show bag. We got two sports shows to review. I didn't realize one of them's dropping this Sunday. I'm I'm stoked. Winning time's back. Which one's that? Winning time's back. Oh, winning time is back. Yeah, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, we got heels and, and winning uh, time. We're cutting everything. It's heels and winning time. Like like that's where we're at. I'm excited. Next week gonna be lit. Oh wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, so other stuff to talk about. Let's talk about the Rick and Morty anime bit that was shown. Oh, what okay. do you think about it? I, it, I don't yeah. know. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know either. I feel like this I don't is think gonna... I really want to watch it. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm watch. Gonna wait. I'm gonna watch wait one episode just to see, but you know, I'm not too hype about it. I I told you the trailer looked just like an anime intro, and I feel like they're just doing too much right now with Rick and Morty. I feel like they fell off a little bit, and they were like, "All right, let's do this anime now. Let's do everything that we wanted to do." Because I think the Justin Roiland thing we, did a stain, and not that it, it affected Rick and Morty, but you know. We didn't talk about it, but did you see the new intro stuff for Solar Opposites? Yes, I did. And I heard the new voice is, uh, what's his name? I, I like it. I like yeah, his I mean, voice. It's, it's going to be fine. You know? Yeah. 
I like how they've described it and like mm-hmm. it's resituated the the universe. So you know, three more the anime just seems like it's too much and it just mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense because it's already animated show. But whatever. Okay. Yeah, I'm more excited for Solar um, Opposites than I am anything Rick and Morty. Yeah, I would agree. Um, so another animated piece I'm gonna come out on Max is Fiona and Cake, which is like that. a prequel to yeah, it, it looks the good. Fiona and Cake we met in Adventure Time. Um, I, I like I like the idea of it. Um, I I trust the animators who cr- mm-hmm. who create that show. I think it's definitely something that I'd be willing to to watch the beginning of just to see. I'm gonna watch, yeah, just see what um, it's like. Because even the animation of them being in a futuristic city looks so cool, and we're gonna see how they get right. to be the Fiona and Cake we know, and then we're gonna get Fiona and Cake stuff we know happening. So like, I'm I'm excited it, uh, to see the transit. Whereas Finn, it was a mystery how his world turned into that, but because we already know how would happen with his world, they can just show us from the prequel side in this one and then get us to the to the normal Fiona and Cake stuff. Yeah, so that's a good one. Um, before we talk about One Piece, let's talk about The Last Voyage of Demeter. Oh, which is this one looks good. You and what do you think about that? Okay, so I think I, uh, I think I watched the inside, the uh, directors talking about it while the trailer's playing because okay. that released two days ago. But I'm glad I did because I found out that this is a section of Bran Stroker's Dracula that's never been told of him on the ocean going to London. And basically the director saw this as one of those, uh, you know, the space movies where they're trapped in this plane and the alien comes to get them. He feels like alien. Yeah. (laughs) So basically he said he treated this like alien, but instead it's a ship on the water and Dracula is not going to be this humanoid figure. It's going to be more so the monster version of Dracula tormenting these people before he gets to London. Yeah, I think that's a really cool kind of really like interesting, interesting idea and take on Dracula vampire. Good cast, um, kind of came out of nowhere mm-hmm. uh, when the trailer released. I don't remember ever hearing about it, but I think this is a really good idea. I think it's going to be a good movie. I don't know. How, I mean, obviously not a theater. Yeah, not buying, not paying money state, to watch but, this, but I'll watch it. I think a lot of people sure. are going to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, and also I like that the horror aspect of it, like how these people are going to be. You know, they're taking Dracula back to horror and less, you know, beautiful man that. Uh, <laughs> that was in Dracula Untold, even though I do like my guy uh, who people want to play um, Sinestro. I can't think of his name. Luke Evans. I like Luke Evans, but this Dracula is not Luke Evans. Yeah, this director guy, he's worked a lot with um, Guillermo del Toro. They worked together on the Perfect. scary stories to tell in the dark. Perfect. Um, you can tell. <laughs> so I, I'm. this is really like the biggest thing that his he's breakout? done besides yeah. that. I mean, he's done other stuff, but I mean, nothing that was really highly rated. Hey, and the last thing he did him. was, yeah, in 2020. So this is like his first thing after the pandemic that he's really done. Well, good for him. So. And, I, and I'm excited to see how he treats this like alien. How much influenced is it? And also you can see the Guillermo influence just by looking at the model of Dracula. That it's going to be. Yeah. Dude, dude looks crazy. Um, So let's talk about One Piece. Yeah, you know, we finally got the big long trailer for mm-hmm. One Piece. You know, where are we where are we sitting at with this live action One Piece? For me, you know, I feel like it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I to me it feels a, kind of a little bit like Cowboy Bebop. See, but okay. obviously the people who are working on it are let me say this more because uh, we did a review. You can check out on YouTube 
uh, Me Jazz and Verse and the One Piece uh, manga reviewers did a review of the trailer. I think this looks better than Bebop Schubert because you can tell that these people are fans of One Piece. You can tell Oda had a part in it, and this feels like One Piece, where Bebop did not feel like Bebop. They were telling an original story with Bebop themes. This thing feels like One Piece. And look, the Luffy stuff, the barrage, that looked good. It didn't look bad. The thing that I don't like is how the fishmen look. The fishmen look fucking weird to me. Like, they look fucking horrendous. Like, you spent your money on the sets and on Luffy, but you should have spent a little more money on the Fishman. I told Jazz, why does the Fishman not look like the Fishman from Hellboy? What Guillermo did. That's a good fucking Fishman. Like, the Hellboy Fishman is a good Fishman. With the Arlong shit, that should look trash. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a money thing. That's more of what I felt like was like Cowboy Bebop stuff. Is like, the Fishman looked like Cowboy mm-hmm. Bebop. And then it just seems like some of the shots feel like the shots in Cowboy Bebop, but you can obviously tell that the story is more real. Yeah. Facts. And And let me tell you, going to follow the anime. Also, I don't think Zoro be doing three sword style too much. I think they're going to save that for special moments. I think he's normally going to fight with two swords, but Mac and you as Zoro and Taz, I think his name is Taz Taylor uh, as Sanji. Those two are going to be the breakouts. The fight scenes between that we saw of Zoro and we saw of Sanji look fucking incredible. I got to give them that. It looks yeah. good. That portion. Yeah, I mean, like, I, will the show be great? Mm, it'll probably be mid, but that's okay to me because I thought this was going to be a big flop. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a flop. I don't think it's going to be like, make us be like, oh, yeah, you know, this is definitely what we needed, but I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to do it injustice. Yeah, I don't think so. And, and honestly, I think it'll get, uh, oh, it's Taz Skyler, excuse me. I think it's going to make it to where people who weren't fans of One Piece who were like, oh, I don't want to watch a thousand episodes or read a thousand chapters. I think this will make them like it, thus getting into One Piece. And that's the goal of this. The goal isn't to, oh, fan, people who are already fans, we want y'all to enjoy this. No, this is for people who aren't fans to get into it. Yeah. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, this trailer kind of sold it. I'm it kind of sold it, yeah. The Nami moment where he puts his hand on her head looks good. Usopp looks good. Like, I, I, I think the Mihawk thing, some fans might be mad because I don't think he'll use a butter knife. I think he's going to actually use his sword. But it's not realistic in real life for him to fight with a fucking butter knife. Like, it's just not possible. Right. I'm sorry. Like, also, I didn't like how Shanks looked with that hat on. Take that fucking baby hat off of Shanks' head. Other than that, Shanks looked good. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like it's, the time frame that they're doing was like 40 episodes. Yeah. Or more, like 50, 60 episodes. Yeah, basically, so like, it's it's eight episodes. So I'm I'm guessing it's going to be one episode introing Luffy and getting Zoro. I think the getting Luffy and Zoro is one episode. Fighting Morgan is an episode. Um, meeting... Um, Usopp and Nami together and doing Usopp's village, I think will be an episode. So we're at three. I think the Baradier is is two to three he's episodes. Episode. I think I think the Baradier is gonna be two episodes. I think the Baradier is gonna be two. No, because let me tell you why. They're many... introducing the Arlong Pirates at the Baradier. Because they showed them there. How many episodes? I think it's eight. What is it? Ten? They don't have time. It's eight. They don't. They don't have time. It's gonna be in forty-five minute episodes a piece. 
45 to an hour. Yeah, they don't have time. They don't. Yeah, oh, they, look, I agree with that. I'm not. Arlong's going to be three episodes. Baradier is going to be two. And the rest is going to be one, 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 and one. Where does it end? Where does it, it, where does it, it end? In the last the episode is log is um the last episode is you meet Dragon saving Luffy from Log Tone. That's the last episode. But right before the Grand Line. Okay. Yeah. So you you're but gonna I mean, get still, buggy. That is a lot to cover. Oh yeah, it is. Episodes. That is, and and let me tell you, like, I think Alabasta is gonna be one season. If they, if they get a season two. I think the second season is going to be getting Chopper and, and doing Alabaster, which, my God, that's going to be a fucking undertaking. <laughs> everything right. everything from this point on is an undertaking, man. Like, Skypea, all those weird fucking looking people. Chopper, like, oh, my goodness. It just keeps getting more and more. I don't think, look, I'm going to be honest. I don't think they get past. If they get another season, I think there, it's only going to be Alabaster. I think it's going to stop at Alabaster. There's no way it continues onward. Yeah, I I don't think we'll ever get to Brooke. No, but let me tell you, they did say that this is the biggest series Netflix has done, the most money they've put in the series. It has the I same mean, budget if, as if Game it, of Thrones per episode, which is crazy. If if people love it. If people well, love maybe. it, we'll make it. Like, if people, that's the thing. If people watch, Oda said he wants to get all the way to Kaido, which is nuts. <laughs> each Each arc would be a season. <laughs> I know which is I know it's not I, I, do that. I know it's not enough time. Like imagine doing water it's seven in eight episodes. Imagine doing Innie's lobbies in eight episodes. That's fucking nuts. <laughs> right. Like imagine doing Rosa. Like, ah, that's a thousand Rosa in, that's in like, eight episodes. That's like, like four hundred chapters in eight episodes. That's nuts. <laughs> like like for Dressrosa, you'd have to do like because Dressrosa flips on its head at one point, and then you're just like completely in like <laughs> flashbacks. And yeah. It's just like, we, oh yeah, the can't. whole law. Uh, oh, law, law and Doflamingo's flashback would be one episode together. <laughs> <laughs> we have an episode. I'm telling you. <laughs> Maybe they'll get to 13 by then. <laughs> but the trailer wasn't bad. I don't think we'll get there though. But it wasn't like bad. <laughs> Nami and Nami and her sister. Oh, or whatever was not. One or her mom. Uh, oh one, no, will well, be, Arlong Park. Will be I think 20 minutes. I think Arlong Park is gonna go between two and three episodes. So Nami and her and her sister will, will be like 15 minutes. It'll be 20 minutes. Yeah, 20 yeah. minutes, something like that. Yeah. What, what, probably 15 you're probably right yeah 15 i'm yeah, uh, 15 honestly because the fights with zoro well, mac and you i mean zoro sanji and luffy is going to be majority of one episode <laughs> but uh running through any of the stories that i had uh adult swim is green lead green lit a show called lazarus oh it looks um, fucking great from, it looks great it's, it's from it's from renowned anime director Shinji. How do you say his name? Uh, Shinjiro Watanabe, baby, the creator of Space Dandy, uh, Cowboy Bebop, and Cowboy Samurai Bebop, Shampoo. Samurai Shampoo. Sir, there's a trailer out. You didn't put it on there, but that's okay. I don't. I know you probably didn't know there was a trailer. It looks, I, I probably didn't see it. It looks fucking incredible, Schubert. We're back. It it is the genre that we've been missing forever. It's the Bebop genre in the story of a prisoner escaping. Oh my god. Chef's fucking kiss, Watanabe. Glad you're back. Here's here's what I here's what I have in here. It takes place in 2052. The series follows a Nobel Prize winning neuroscientist as he develops a drug called Hapuna, a cure all that has the unexpected side effect of causing death three years later. 
a special force of agents assembled to take on the malevolent Skinner. Yes, sir. That's what, that's what I have. It looks great. It shows him the trailer shows him breaking out of prison. Shit looks awesome. It looks just like Cowboy Bebop. I'm so excited we're back. When do you know when that's coming? Um, I thought. Okay, so let's see. Lazarus. I think it drops um this year. Actually, let's see. Okay. Oh well, no we'll no no! It's, no, it's expected beginning of 2024. Okay. Um. So the room. Rumors have been out there that Taylor Swift is in talks with the secession writer Alice Birch about oh developing a TV show. People are people are saying that um, it would be about her exes, which is trash and not true if you read the stories. <laughs> but it but it's probably going to draw inspiration from her life and her <laughs> from music, her exes would not be <laughs> which is her exes. All her music. We don't have a John Mayer character. <laughs> More, more like Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> I know you um, watching that. <laughs> I probably would. Yeah, I know. It'd probably be very well written. Maybe. Um, let's see. <laughs> Alice Burge not only did the Succession, she did another really good show too. I, I know. I'm just, I'm just fucking with you, giving you a hard time. Because <laughs> I know your GF is a um, y'all are Swifties over in that house. <laughs> Yeah, man, I got the tickets. I'm, I know. I'm going to the tour in Liverpool, my guy. Going to London, this guy, man. Oh, Liverpool, yeah, my man. Liverpool. This dude's going overseas to see Taylor, baby. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm going overseas, and that's just the re- the reason I get to. <laughs> oh, okay. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I got I got plans to fight to Ibiza afterwards. Nice. Okay, at least you're getting some fire out of it. <laughs> <laughs> um so Mattel after the release of Barbie they, oh you know, they have the Polly Pocket movie with <laughs> Lily Collins it's gonna be directed by Lena Dunham which is trash <laughs> but the other movies that they have on the, on the docket is Uno Bar Barney oh that was serious which, <laughs> yes. they were serious about the Uno uh, shit I thought that was a joke Hot Wheels Magic 8 Ball Viewmaster oh American Girl Major Matt, Matt Mason Masters of the Universe which I'll talk about like again in a minute Thomas the Tank Engine and Rock Up Sock and Robots <laughs> What the fuck will um, Magic 8 Ball be about bro? <laughs> it'll be hard maybe And they're not getting people like Greta Gerwig to direct all of these Some of these are going to be trash directors with trash They don't realize that Barbie worked because they had the best the best woman director in Hollywood today the the best actress arguably in Hollywood today and one of the best actors in Hollywood today. That's why that movie fucking worked. It's not going to work with Magic 8-Ball if you go get Seth Gordon Green and Danny McBride to do a horror film of fucking Magic 8-Ball with uh, Chloe Grace Moretz and fucking uh, Nat Wolf. That shit won't fucking work. It's not the same. Because <laughs> you, know you know that's who's going to do that movie. I just gave you the horror director's and the fucking horror actors. It's just going to be trash. Hot Wheels is going to be fucking Rush. Like, like, what, what? like you're, you're making me call. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and Masters of the Universe, as I mentioned, it, it was it's failing. Netflix, but it's dead. Keep it's failing. Dead Netflix. <laughs> it's dead and again. And they're trying to find out who they're going to, where they're going to ship it. Um, the Lost City directors are the ones who are these damn 80s babies need to get over Master of the Universe, bro. You damn 80s babies who watch this as kids, that shit does not work. No one gives a fuck about He Man today. Give me SWAT cats. Yeah. 
God damn it. <laughs> yeah, you remember SWAT cats? <laughs> SWAT cats to work. The SWAT cats um, shit. But uh, let's move into Movie on the Rise. Okay, it's that time of the show where we give you one movie or TV show that's coming out this week that we think you should check out. Heels is mine along with Winning Time this Sunday. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about both, like, both of those. I haven't got a chance to Even though Stephen Amill kind of put his foot in his mouth recently. Why did he say that, bro? Why did he open his mouth? He know people. I'm convinced. Anti- I'm convinced he's he's trying to promote his show by being a heel. Oh, you think he's trying to draw heat? <laughs> he's like, I'm a heel. Watch my show, heels. <laughs> That's funny. Self sabotage at its finest, man. Like he didn't have to say. And I and I know people are cutting the cutting the quote, making it horrible because he did say, "I support my union. I stand with my union." But they just caught the second part where he's like, I just don't believe in striking. I believe there's a better way to get what you want. But it just sounds horrible <laughs> in the middle of a fucking strike. It makes it sound like, oh, he'll scab when that's not what he's but that's not what he's doing. But like you said, hopefully he's trying to draw heat and be a real life heel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, the my movie on the rise is the Beanie Bubble. I've heard it's pretty good. Oh, I'm gonna okay. check it out. Is that uh, about Beanie Babies, the, the documentary? That. Right. Nice. Well, it's not a documentary. It's Zach Galifianakis is oh. in it. Oh, it's, it's a, a dramatized. It's kind of like, you know, those Hot Cheetos movies and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Um, but yeah, I've been watching a lot of the Apple TV stuff. I like a show with Rose Byrne and Seth Rogen, Platonic. Wait, did um, you not watch Hijack? That's the Apple TV show everybody's talking about. I have not gotten Hijack yet. Oh, my goodness. Hijack's supposed to be great. I got worried about it because, like, all of a sudden, I'm like, well, here's Idris Elba on a plane. Yeah, oh, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Fair enough. He actually has a good group of writers with him in the in this, not just um Gerard Butler's team. <laughs> that trash ass. Yeah, I mean, now I'll watch it. I, did, I thought it was going to be awful. Oh, yeah, no, definitely but, I mean, check it out. I should have trusted Apple TV. I, I finished Silo. Silo's fantastic. Okay. Okay. Um, Foundation just started back, but I'm going to wait so I can watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm halfway through season more than just one. one. So I'll be ready for season two soon. By the time you finish, you're probably ready for season two. Mm-hmm. You can just roll right into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Foundation's going to get wild because they're actually going to... No, I won't spoil it. No, it's okay. They're, they're probably going to fight. They yeah, haven't like, been fighting it's, yet. It's just been talking. It's, it's, exactly. I'm just, watching this be like I'm just watching this because you say it gets good and, I'm, and I want to have a good sci-fi show. So. Yeah, you haven't gotten to the point where Lee Pace is like puts on a, some damn character work. No, and not you yet. Know, have you seen all of his different iterations yet? Have you seen that? Um, so just one Lee Pace? There's like an old oh, Lee yeah, Pace. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I've seen, I'm, yeah. I'm, I've seen yeah. old Lee Pace and young Lee Pace right now. All right, all right. I'm halfway through. I'm, I'm um, like, I'm, 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 I think, what, there's 10 episodes? Something like that. I'm on five, uh, five yeah, or so six. Let's, let's run through talking about some of the stuff that's out there. Uh, we talked a little bit about The Bachelor. Well, wait, let's, on, let's talk the bear real quick. Then we'll then we'll hit they clone Tyrone and finish with the bachelor because I want to have fun with the bachelor. The bear can be the fastest one because, like I said, I need to rewatch the finale. It, but it's kind of, at this point, it's old. Yeah, no, for and look, and this season to me is more about the team dynamic of everyone getting, uh, get, sharpening their knives to come together as a baseball team to uh to serve up an awesome finale of the restaurant working to me cousin. 
And Edio Adabari saved the restaurant while Carmi was breaking down in the in the fucking freezer and saying bad shit about his girlfriend, losing his girl. Carmi basically loses his girl, but gains a successful restaurant. And each person gains a skill. The fact that Michael went to fucking Sweden to learn pastries is awesome. So that that's kind of where I'm at with the bear. It was a good team season. Not uh, it was it was a good team season, but this wasn't pro Carmi. Carmi ended up failing at the end. Well, failing at his relationship, but succeeding at his restaurant. There was some success. Well, not successes for Carmi, but there was like some really good moments this season about sure. where Carmi's at. You know, I would say like Fishes obviously was crazy. You know, mm-hmm. one of the best episodes of television that you ever best episode of TV know, this year, probably. Um, but I want to say it's like the episode before that, or where he goes to the party. Oh, you know what I'm talking yeah. about where, he, where Claire yeah. takes him to the party, yeah, and yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like that that episode was a really good development for like learning who Carmi is. It like, was is outside of the kitchen. Um, and you got where, to see where his personality, kind of, yeah, yeah, and so it's like, pop. I feel like we've learned a lot about Carmi and yeah, pop, mm-hmm. which was the lowest, one of the lowest rated episodes, but I really, really enjoyed it. Oh, and yeah. that's where Carmi and Claire kids. that episode after uh, him and Richie getting that fight for the first time, yeah, because uh, Richie was stealing electricity um, and he was like, "Bro, we can't be doing this. <laughs> We're trying to be a Michelin star restaurant. Like you're fucking doing your hood shit. Stop it, bro." Which is why two episodes after that, we had to get him staging. Which yeah. was one of the best episodes of the band. Right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, and which, the fact that the fact that Richie had to go to like this upscale restaurant, like you said, and stage and see what Carmi went through. I think it made Richie appreciate Carmi a lot more. Well, it also gave him. It gave him a purpose. Mm hmm. He he at that at that point he just thought that he, he was getting dragged along with everyone. Well, in the beginning and, of the show, and, the episode one, he was like, "I don't know what my purpose is," and that was what he was saying the whole time. Because when he lost Carmi's big brother, he lost his purpose, and he's not trying to be a gangster anymore. He's not trying to do uh, mob shit anymore. He's trying to make his money the right way and and really figure out who he is in this life. And Carmi's helping him do that. So to your point, Carmi does have successes with how he helps everyone around him. He's just self-sabotaging his own personal life. Yeah, at the end, I think it just all comes full circle to him is that, you know... With that conversation? Do I have... He's he's basically in his head of, like, do I have the ability to have a life and also be able to do this? My dream, man. Can I have it all? Do Mm -hmm. I deserve to have it all? And he doesn't think he does. It's like the questions that he's asking himself at that point. And that's what we'll probably get into at the start of the next season. Next season, yeah. He's going to have to apologize his ass off. Also, I love the fact that Edio Ayo uh, Adabiri's dad is Robert Townsend. That was a great pick to make her dad, like, the ultimate black actor. He is so great in this, and it just adds such a prestige to it. Also, love that fucking, what's his name was in this? Uh, I'm, how am I blanking on his name? I'm looking at his dumb ass from Midsommar. Um, <laughs> Will Poulter. Yeah, yeah I love Will that Poulter. Will Poulter's in this. Also, Will Poulter's story of who he was talking about that was better than him. 100% was Carmi. He was talking about Carmi. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and then you see, we see the picture later on with both of them, I think, uh-huh. in Forks yep. at Olivia Coleman's restaurant. Um, you know, I think, I think each episode has a little bit of a gem of its own. I probably will enjoy watching it back. Same. Um, I, I think, think this season is more rewatchable. rewatchable. Yeah, I was about to say, I think this season is more rewatchable 
than the last one because the last one was more pain, where this one is a lot more wins for the squad. Not many wins for Carmi, but because it's wins for the squad, you can get down with it. So well, until the end, it seems like it's wins. Yeah. True, 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 true. Before we got to the last episode, I was like, Carmi's in a great place. Like this is true. so true, good true. for him. And look, he's gonna um, be a Michelin star chef. That restaurant's gonna be Michelin star. Let me ask you, did you make the potato chip omelet? Everybody's talking about it. <laughs> no, but I did watch the TikTok on how to do it. How so to do it, yeah, me I will too. try. <laughs> I know. I want to try as well. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, Marcus, this episode was good. Tina doing the culinary school was good. Good for Tina and that guy oh, doing culinary school. But yeah, fishes, I don't know if I'll ever watch that episode again. I've already seen it. I've seen it. Oh, once. yeah. Yeah. With uh, Michael, that was just so stressful. Yeah, with uh, but I mean, like, but that fucking cast, great that episode, great bro, fucking insane. I mean, Bob Odenkirk, Sarah Paulson, mm-hmm. John Barenthal, uh, John Mulaney. I love John Mulaney where he was like with the facts, like asking for the money. He's like, I'm gonna give you this money, and I want you. To tell me every week how it's going and what you guys are doing with this money. The, and also the fact that he's saying this when in real life he's like the, the, the a drug person. Like, but he has he has it, like he has uh experience in real life of people turning their back on him due to his addictions. So he was able to portray that very the questioning family member very well. But like you said, Jillian Jacobs, yeah. Bob Odenkirk, uh Sarah Paulson, John Mullaney, John Bernthal, Maura Kidwell. Who's dead wife from um uh what's that show called? Fucking um oh man, I'm blanking on it, but it's the Neil Gaiman um American Gods. Uh she's dead wife from there. Jamie Lee Curtis, Abby Elliott, like what are you what just a good cat? But, oh, no, Abby I, what I will say is is like, you know, obviously Claire's arc you know, fell off when at the end, but Molly Gordon just like stole everyone's heart. Oh, Molly Gordon is a great is a great girlfriend for uh, Molly. Molly Gordon just became like America's sweetheart. I I hope everyone fell in love with Molly Gordon. I hope that Molly Gordon comes back and is and they get together. I think they will. (laughs) You think that voicemail was too hot, too spicy? I I mean, I just don't. I don't know how he's going to be able to come back from that. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, he could say, you know. But he will. Yeah, he will. He could say, all he's got, like, all he, all, honestly, all he has to do is be like, I'm sorry. I was locked in a freezer. Freezer, and I was losing my mind. And I had mind. a mental breakdown. Yeah, and I was, I, I, did, I, I, was, I was scared that I'd lose the restaurant. I was scared that I wasn't worth anything for you. I was just self-sabotaging. He can get back. He can definitely get back. All right. <laughs> but what's funny, what's funny about the voicemail is like in the episode before when she was calling, I was like, Claire, why are you calling this man? Like he's trying to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, don't you know what is going on today? Why are you calling him? Yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, I'm with you. <laughs> but then, then the voicemail happened, and I was like, oh damn, fuck. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, VPR Vanderpump Rules because there was a guy who was with another girl cheating on his girlfriend and telling him, like, telling her, like, I can't marry her. I'm not attracted to her anymore. She sucked. And the girl recorded this. And sent it to dude's girlfriend, and dude's girlfriend played it over the loudspeakers at a party that they were at, and she beat his ass. Remind me a little bit of that. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, v- all right. But, I'm uh, telling you, you got to get on Peacock and watch Vanderpump Rules. You would love it. You would love it. 
So before we get talking about reality, let's uh, let's talk about how they, they cl- clone Tyrant. Oh, it was incredible. One of the best movies. If honestly, if Oppenheimer doesn't drop, it's my favorite movie of that weekend. What a great take on doing black exploitation, a new version of black exploitation. I thought it was awesome. The the cast um of Bur- uh, Boyega, Jamie Foxx, like uh the girl Moran. Uh, I'm gonna get her name. I'm not gonna keep calling her the girl. Uh. Tiona Paris, she was great. Uh, Jay Alphonse Nicholas as the gangster Isaac was great. And then Kiefer Sutherland as the, the quote-unquote, the man was awesome. And then to have the twist of old man Boyega starting the clone program because they killed his little brother? Insane. Yeah, I should have saw that coming because how is Boyega being clones? Who's Boyega 1? I didn't think about that. And then at the very end, seeing that there's a John, where there's a Tyrone clone in LA. In LA, how yeah. How many Tyrone clones are there? There's probably millions. Oh, honestly, all the drug, it, it makes it seem like there's a, since there's a drug dealer in every hood, there's a Tyrone in every hood. I guess that's the commentary. Right. So. Um, I took some notes on there in the beginning because I was like, I'm going to take some notes so we can talk about it. But then I stopped because I got too captivated. Yeah, so I, I got like, way I too like, captivated to take notes. It was awesome. I was like, that opening with michael jackson working at the piggly wiggly i was like that's hilarious and then i realized <laughs> later on i was like oh that probably was a clone a clone of michael jackson yeah also yeah. i thought um, it was great and then that they were cloning black people because in the black culture you always know in hip-hop they're always like oh he's a clone gucci Mane's is a clone jamie fox is a clone they're always saying people are clones because that's a theory always. i didn't know that Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. I didn't yeah, on, know that. On, on, on black people are always saying, "Oh, this guy doesn't look right." Clone. <laughs> and then, like, um, I was like that kid. Every time we talked about SpongeBob, it was hilarious. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's just like that episode in SpongeBob. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I loved how I, that was I a representation that, of his brother. I, I had a note that. I was like, damn, John Boyega is evolving as an actor. He is, man. He did a good job. Like, I thought he did a really good job. And this showed that he can get with these big name directors like the Tarantinos, the Nolans, and he could kill it. I don't want to see him doing blockbusters anymore. Of course, he could be Green Lantern, and I think he should be Jon Stewart. But I think he's too good of an actor to where he's not on the same stage with Pattinson with John David Washington with um 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 blanking on his name Daniel Kaluuya with Adam Driver he should be up there with those guys because he's that good. Yeah, I think he's, something like this is going to help him work his way up there because I mean, like you know, even thinking about Kaluuya, but Kaluuya Had started working something. his way yeah, up there. He did with stuff like this. Um, and I was like, damn, John Boyega got shot in the first ten minutes. Because I didn't, mind. at that point, I was like, I was like, what, was like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, blew my on? mind. And then when he comes back, Jamie Foxx like, oh, the ghost of Christmas past. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. Jamie Foxx has some killer lines as a pimp in this movie, man. Like, as good as Boyega and Tonya Paris were, Jamie Foxx steals this fucking movie, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just does. And he pulls out his my, little My favorite line. Gun. <laughs> One of my favorite lines that I marked down that uh, Tiana Paris had was when she was talking about Nancy Drew and she was like, it's always some regular, regular missionary bullshit. <laughs> shit, I thought yeah. that was hilarious. And she was like, oh no, there's some kinky spit in your mouth, piss on you, shit, we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy before we got kicked out of Netflix that we were able to watch this because that was awesome. This was a great movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Also the fact that oh, yeah. they put the 
fucking stuff in the chicken to make people go crazy. That made me think of the the uh this Popeye's chicken sandwich. I was like, oh God, were they controlling us? Right. <laughs> the chicken and the hair products. Yeah, bro, the hair product like insane. Like this, this felt like a better version of the boondocks. Not to shit, not that I'm shitting on the boondocks, but this felt like a boondocks episode. It did. They kind of did, yeah. Like a like a really good one. In the, in the, in the best way possible. Yeah, facts. I'm trying to think of some other moments that, uh, oh, when the fucking gangster had to practice his lines, he was like, I'm trying to give him some Denzel shit. Was this Book of Eli or Training Day? He was like, Book of Eli. He's like, fuck, got to do it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and just like now that I'm thinking about the Netflix stuff, and I was like, I, I wasn't sure if you caught that it'd come back, but uh, Record of Ragnarok. Oh yeah. On there, yeah, yeah, it is back. I saw that. I did see that. So but I'm caught up. I was watching some of that. I'm caught up with the manga, so but I'm glad you're yeah. enjoying it with Jack because that that shit's fire. Oh, Buddha's there now. That's yeah. the new season. It's Buddha. Mm-hmm. That shit's badass. It's Buddha. Yeah. Anything else from Day Clone Tyrone that you got? Or we touch everything? Not necessarily. I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch it here in the next few weeks once okay. I figure out Netflix. Gotcha. All right, yeah, but I would rate this. Like I said, besides Oppenheimer, this is my favorite movie of the year. Oppenheimer is, I gave a 9.6, 9.5. I'd give They Clone Tyrone like a 9, 8, 9, 9. Yeah, I was going to say 8.5 to 9, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm at like 8.9. Like, like, I think it's fucking damn good, man. Where, where did IMDb get? Their IMDb rating is 6.7. Oh, that's some racism. <laughs> That that's some racism. <laughs> that's crazy. What's like, the uh, what's the Rotten, the Rotten Tomatoes? tomatoes yeah, I was just I'm, pull, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes ninety four. So okay, like, that's right. <laughs> yeah, the, the IMDb. You know the you know the racist Star Wars trolls. The people who were doing that shit came out to hate on. You know, ever since Boyega said he hates Star Wars, people just shit on him. <laughs> yeah. But um, on Rotten Tomatoes, I got 94 critic and 100% audience. That's how you know. That's how you know it's fucking good. So I feel confident about my 8.99 ranking. It was damn fucking good. Like, I'm, I, we said all the major moments. The final fight. Oh, when Slick Charles fakes that he's dead and ends up killing Kiefer Sutherland. Great moment. Great moment. Yeah. And then I knew the Orpheus Black thing would come back to bite them once uh, Tyrone figured it out. Not, not Tyrone. His name's not Tyrone. His name is fucking... Um, uh, Fontaine. When Fontaine figures out Orpheus Black and he says it and the guy kills uh, OG Fontaine, I was like, ooh. He was like, he was like, I'm not a clone. He was like, but he is. I was like, oh, you should have known that, man. What's wrong with you, old man? Yeah. Uh, so, all right, um, let's Bachelor time? Yeah, let's talk Bachelor. Bruh, uh, Braden got fucked. <laughs> they, what do you mean? They were hating on him, bro. They were hating. How far have you gotten? Every week they keep talking shit on my guy. On, how far see. have you gotten? Let me see. I'm gonna tell you how far I got. Because that dude's wild. Man. Did he do some fuck shit? Because I might have. I might not have got too far. Because I thought him saying that uh, the relationship shit. I thought that was. I thought that was reasonable. Like him saying that. Uh, like I don't know if I'll marry her. Because at the time he's just starting. He has to get to know her. Like how is that unreasonable? Oh, I'm. Bro, I'm, uh, I'm on, what show I, he's on? I'm watching week four. I'm on. I'm, I just finished week four, so I got week five and week six left. So he's still there. Yeah, he's still there. They're, but they're they're fucking him. 
So you he think gets, he so wise. you think so you think because he didn't say, Oh, I'm ready to get married right now, he deserves to get kicked off? So you haven't seen them in Washington? Um that's what I'm on right now. That's what I'm so what does he do in this? Tell me you might as well tell me. I don't care. <laughs> Bro, he like he he just becomes so extra and oh, like he starts like out here in the he's out there on the group date in like the wilderness and he's like, Yeah. Yeah, I'm like mountain man. Everyone's out here in a jacket. I'm gonna come out here. I'm take my shirt off. Like, you know, I'm just like, I'm that guy. Like, okay, yeah. so he starts being cool. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and then like they're at the group date night portion. And he's like, they're getting on to him about the bullshit. Mm. And I'm like, I'm like, why are you guys talking about this right now? Focus on yourself. That's what I'm saying. Aaron and, um, B be doing too much. I don't fuck with Aaron B. And I'm glad they got the yeah, little yeah. short one with the beard out of there. Cause he, the 31 year old, I was like, oh, all you do is throw salt in people game. You, you suck, Adrian. Get him out of here. That's why I, I like Xavier. Xavier was like, bro, why are we talking about all these other people? Let's focus on us and, Do- and, and Dotson and, and uh and Joey. Joey's the same way. And Joey. Like those yeah. are those are the three that I think are gonna win. Because everybody else is, Aaron B should not be focused. And I think Aaron B is fake. I think Aaron B is fake. Watch the show and says the right things to get, to get by. He doesn't seem like he has a yeah. real personality. The, the at second episode when he had his, his one-on-one date, I was like, I was in the other room and I was just listening to it. I didn't even it watch fake. it. And I was like, this is the biggest bunch of bullshit I've mm-hmm. ever heard anyone say ever. On uh, the show. That Hollywood date was so fucking fake. I was just like, what the fuck is this? He was like, emo- he was using all these buzzwords about like therapy and like, yeah, you know. it just it just sounds like oh he why he listened to a bunch of a bunch of bachelor podcasts and what people want people to say. That's why Dotson is real, Xavier real, and Joey's real. Like Joey pulled the such a boss move, uh, just staring at her the whole time because she's the type of girl that needs attention when she wanted that uh the longest kiss. I thought Joey, oh that was so smart, but you know who I don't like the kin, the kin, denim kin. No, double denim Ken. <laughs> I don't fuck with double denim Ken, bro. That that dude's fake as hell too. <laughs> I feel like he joined yeah. the show to be the next Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, and then his exit will make you feel even more like that's what he's trying to do. Oh, that he's trying to do that. Trying to make him. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And also, in uh, the fucking Ferris wheel or roller coaster date, that dude didn't speak. He should have known he was gone. He was just <laughs> quiet. Like, what are you doing? Warwick or whatever. Yeah, yeah Warwick. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? <laughs> yeah, he was an idiot. Who so, you think like, wins? Thing. It's like he... Dotson? Oh, Doton. Doton's gonna win. Doton, yeah. It, it to me it's Doton or yeah. Joey. And if it's and if Joey doesn't win, I think Joey's the bachelor. I think it's gonna be Joey or Xavier. You think Xavier has a shot to be the bachelor for real? I just yeah, he has, he has as good a chance as Joey. Joey kind of shoots. Shoot it looks like Joey's gonna shoot himself in the foot. For real? Because I feel like and America his, loves Joey. Plus, Joey has his dad is LGBTQ. Like, I feel like his story is perfect for him to be the next Bachelor. When his hometown shits on it, doesn't go all that well oh. because he has his uncle, and his uncle like straight up tells Charity, it's like, and says, "I don't think you're getting the real Joey." Oh. And we're, and everyone's like, why are you telling her this? Like, what is wrong with you? Wait, who's the real Joey? <laughs> That's what we're about to find out next week. Oh, my gosh. Why did he say that? That's crazy. 
Oh, I gotta catch. I'm gonna be caught up. Yeah, he basically sabotaged him. <laughs> Don't worry. Next week when we pod, we're gonna. I'm gonna be caught up because I like this season. This season is hot. And 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 Aaron Aaron B's hometown is probably one of the worst best hometowns you could possibly oh, have. Like what, after Aaron B's hometown, you're like, oh, how do you? Think you don't it? think that goes back to more of our stuff of how he's scripted. Like that makes me think he's so scripted. <laughs> You you you'll think it even more. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so, All right, we can stop. I'm gonna because now I gotta watch. All right, we'll, we'll talk next week. I'm gonna be caught up. Well, and I, and I also have the spoilers of Paradise because you don't even watch that. Oh, okay. Well, all right, we'll do and, that. <laughs> and Aaron B, Aaron B, Aaron B goes to Paradise. Oh, thank God! Thank God! And he finds a girl. Thank God! I don't want that he fake goes to ass with charity. Yeah, he goes to Paradise and he basically wins Paradise. He finds oh. a girl and they. Get together. That scripted shit worked in paradise, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Jeez, what a fucker. All right, Shuby. Great episode today, brother. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that wraps things up for this episode of the Bros Who Bench Podcast. Um, we'll be we'll be back next week talking some more of everything no, going on. We'll we're gonna be heels. talking heels, um, winning time, and bachelorette. That's our three. And maybe uh Adam Eve. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can watch Adam Eve. I can do that. That's for sure. I could probably do that. Oh, and I'll, I'm caught um, up on Superman if you want to, if we would talk about that next week, because it's not a lot. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm also caught up. On All Superman. right, cool. Cool. Yeah, we'll talk about that next week. I'm, I'm, I, I didn't mention this before, but I did watch the, at least the first episode of that Superman and Lois show, because I've seen so many people be like, oh, yeah. Oh, you good. started it's it. Good. It's good. Is it good? And so I started it. I mean, it's fine, but it's just like mm, I don't CW care about these kids because, like, <laughs> well, I just don't care about the kids and, like, mm, yeah, I mean, they don't have powers. Like, in the beginning, it's like, uh, what do we do? And and the and Tyler Hoechlin just does not look like he's the father of two <laughs> teenage boys, <laughs> and also Superman at the same time. It just doesn't make it. Just doesn't seem like it. Fits. That's funny. <laughs> You know who doesn't fit Slade Wilson in the fucking Adventures of Superman with that white comb no. over? And then he had some fucking that that shocker, those shocker blades he had in the last episode. Was that the last episode where they were fighting the giant robots? Yeah, bro. What the Which fuck were those, sho- who were those shocker blades, bro? That shit was that was not good. Oh yeah, and then Lois at the end saying, "No, I can't be with you because you didn't tell me you were Superman." <laughs> basically <laughs> you didn't like that, that episode bad. yeah <laughs> it wasn't the best i was watching that with chris at DreamCon. he was like what is this linden and jazz walked in he's like what the fuck is this trash superman show i was like oh <laughs> was like, like oh. the first the, the first three episodes were good and then yeah like, that last episode the was Idaho Tower one. <laughs> I was like, and then like <laughs> i haven't seen this one about lois uncovers a secret in metropolis and is determined to get the truth right that's that's clark she finds out clark's secret that's and yeah and then task force x i didn't i didn't see the task force x oh wait is task force x i I don't think task force x dropped because the last episode i saw was when lois jumps off that building with dr ivo yeah and then slade and the general fight him with the robots That might be task. Oh, no. Whatever. Go, go check back. We'll be caught up next yeah, week and talk about it. Out. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure. Yeah. But whatever I saw last, All when right. Lois jumps off the building to find out that that's Clark, I ain't like that episode. Yeah, it's, they they need to they need to tighten up. <laughs> 
All right, word. Well, uh, everybody, you can follow right. me at LinVWT. Follow Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think. Be sure to check out all of the stuff we got. We got One Piece chapter review dropping this week. Uh, Black Black Clover chapter review dropping this week. My Hero uh, chapter dropping this week. We also have Anime Talk dropping this week and Bros Who Think uh, dropping this week. A lot of good stuff. Oh, and Run It Back. We're doing Jackie Brown. So check that out. But until next, oh, I'm tripping. Go ahead, Chubes. <laughs> yeah, about um, you can you can catch me on the Twitter or I guess X or whatever the hell it's called now, Chubes BWT, and uh, you can yeah. catch us again for another episode of Bros Who Binge next week. Um, so yeah, that, that wraps everything up here with us. I hope everyone out there has a great week, and as always, keep binging.